The Lou and Matt Podcast. Welcome along to our final podcast for a couple of weeks. We're going on a, a little break to um, basically try and... Um, what's, what would be the right wording here? Just want to like do a COVID flush. A COVID cleanse. A cleanse. Yeah, cleanse is... That's wanky nice. enough. A COVID cleanse. I just yeah. don't want to talk about COVID. I don't want to see COVID... <laughs> I don't want to look at. I don't want to look at any of the premieres. Oh God! (laughs) Don't want to see their faces. I'm 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 not going to watch free to wear TV for that reason. I think for the whole two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't want to see them. Yeah, I'm I'm addicted to news on YouTube. I'm going to have to change to just purely car videos on YouTube instead. Maybe you should do a digital detox while you're away too. Yeah, I'm it's thinking been about doing that actually. But I can't do it. Why? But it's been floated. Why can't you do it? I don't want to. Because you can't not watch YouTube. <laughs> yes. I'm completely addicted to YouTube. That's funny. Isn't your husband semi Yes, he yeah. is addicted to YouTube as well. He was really dirty because he couldn't get it to work on the TV the other day. For some reason, it doesn't stream well on our telly. Oh, uh, no. So he was sitting in his office watching it on the computer. I said, What are you doing? He's just watching YouTube. Yeah, that's clips. what I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very bloke thing, Lou. Um, anyway, we've got two weeks off. Uh, we talked about plenty of stuff in the last few days before holidays, including the wrap-up of Border Monopoly. And it we're was focus... so fun. It was awesome. Damn right. We're going to focus on that right now. Border Monopoly. Thanks to Vitasoy. Celebrating 20 years made on the border at 105.7 Triple M. Thanks to everyone who helped make this happen. We couldn't have done it without you. The Triple M Vitasoy Border Monopoly game. We've built up everything over the last three weeks with your help and just for uh, voting for um, anything and everything on the board. You go into the draw to win a copy of the game. There'll be hundreds of them made, so yep. hopefully you'll be able to get one. It's going to be bloody awesome. <laughs> it really is. Now let's go through um, the colour sets on the yep. Monopoly board, the exciting part, what, who got what and where. So the towns uh, on the board that were on there is the brown was Holbrook, the light blue was How Long, or is How Long, um, the pink is Thaguna, the orange is Lavington, the red is Baron Duda, the yellow is Wodonga, the green is Albury, and the dark blue, or the purpley dark blue. Uh, Dean Street and High Street, and Dean Street did get the um, Mayfair spot on the Monopoly. That's right. All right. Now, in terms of uh, train stations, we've replaced those largely. Uh, We've gone for landmarks and icons. So we'll start with a train station. Corora Railway Station gets on. That's beautiful. Uh, The Beechworth Historic Courthouse, that gets on there as well. Morgan's Lookout, where Mad Dan or Mad Dog Morgan uh, hit out from the cops. Uh, Bethanga Bridge. Uh, the Hume-Weir Wall and Monument Hill get the spots of the train stations and the utilities. Yep. Yeah, and the game pieces. Now, this is fun. So, uh, because we're celebrating 20 years of Vitasoy on the border, Vitasoy uh, gets a carton, the Vitasoy carton, and, of course, the iconic Nail Can Hill Run, which yes. is sponsored by Vitasoy as well, and that's a running shoe to celebrate that. And the four that... Um, thanks to your votes, have been locked in overnight. Voting closed at 6am this morning. The Murray Cod, which is fantastic. The Brumby, classic Brumby. Uh, a Ned Kelly helmet, which is awesome. And finally, a delicious meat pie. Yes, to celebrate all our local bakeries. Love it. Really cool. Yeah, job well done. I reckon just looking at that, scanning through it, of course, we've got all the individual roads too. We won't read those out today, but all hopefully streets, we'll put it up yeah. on our socials and you can have a look. But 
that is a really, really, really good boarder monopoly game. Yeah, when so you everything can't, I was hoping it would be. Well, you can't mistake it for anywhere else. That's the good thing about it. It's so the border. So yeah, very exciting. All right, leave it, leave it with us and Hasbro specifically. They'll make it all up for us early next year. We'll have copies and got uh, hundreds to give away. So hopefully you'll be getting a copy of the Triple M Vitasoy Monopoly board. And congratulations to everyone who was part of building the board. Job well done and good luck. You're automatically in the draw to get one of the games. Talking footy with Swatter. Don't tell me. and the great man joins us. Wayne Schwartz, good morning. Yeah, very good morning to you, Knucklehead. Hello, beautiful Lulu. Oh, hello, say. darling Swatter. I've rubber-stamped your two-week leave, Thank uh, you. Lulu. Yeah, thanks, I objected. I went to the High Court of Australia to <laughs> yeah. make sure that Knucklehead did not have a break because yeah. he's been having a break since we've been in lockdown. <laughs> How does this happen? Yeah, we've got two weeks, so we're going to talk to you um, on Tuesday the 28th, I think, but uh, this will be the final chat in season. Yeah, before the grand final. Now, Swatter, I have to be honest, uh, there was uh, one point, there's one point that's actually made the difference between me... um, being interested in what's happening in the grand Come final on, and not giving a flying. Come so, on. Yes. Um, and what is that one point? <laughs> well, the one point that we lost by to right, uh, the no, Bulldogs. So you don't give a flying. Um, uh, no, I don't. So I'm uh, going to hand this over to Matthew <laughs> to talk about the games because I really don't care, Swatter. Uh, absolutely, Luke. You're on holiday already. Yeah. <laughs> what if you just I've, already, I've already got a pina colada, Swatter. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Next to the alpacas and the llamas. Fetch hey, <laughs> baby. All right. So let's turn our attention mm-hmm. to the mighty D's for Ron Barassi, for Gary oh, Lyon, for Jimmy Steins. I know that's it's emotional, but I, I want Melbourne to win so bad now, Swatter. Right. So was that a tip? Yes. Or is there any point me coming on this program today? <laughs> Melbourne by you, 25. You, i tell you what, you're giving tips and you're going into editorials now. Uh, <laughs> what do you listen, think, Swatter? I, I, this is going to be a good game of footy. <clears throat> I think um, for the storyline, I'd love Melbourne to make it. I'd love them to get over the Cats on the weekend and make their way into a grand final. Um, <clears throat> it's a bit like the Western Bulldogs in 2016. It's a bit like the Sydney Swans in 2005. It's been a very long time for the Bulldogs. Yep, Crows in 97. Some, but <clears throat> a bit, listen, when I'm on a roll, <laughs> just Stop interrupting, Matt. Stop, Stop interrupting. Now, where were you, Swatter? It's been a long time for Melbourne. Continue. It's been a long time uh, for Melbourne, but sometimes romance and theatre doesn't come into it. The Cats have been pretty good. Yeah. Having said that, though, I think a lot of it will depend on what Tom Hawkins can do or is allowed to do. But Melbourne have a very good backline led by Stephen May and uh, Jakey Lever. Uh, look for the um, for the tweed jacket, uh, elbow padded people that jump in the <laughs> range and like to get up to the snow. I think this weekend you're going to have to put that off if there's any snow available oh, now because we're coming into yes. spring because you're going to make the big dance. Yes, nice. Oh, awesome! Now, um, Western Bulldogs by forty-five. Swallow. What do you think? I, t- I tell you what, it's a good thing you're going on a break because if you were to keep this up next week, I'd actually come and do this show from the studio, <laughs> oh, even though we oh, can't no. do that because I need to sort you out. Uh, the Bulldogs at Port Adelaide, no. no. Oh, no. Sorry. You know that this is the state of cheese. This is the city of churches. And as I've continually said for a very, very long 
time. This is the only good thing that comes out of Adelaide and South uh, Australia. This is the pride of South Australia. Oh, don't. They are the eighth wonder of the world. Oh, Port Adelaide <laughs> making their way no. into the grand final against the Melbourne Demons. And I tell you what, every South Australian person Apart from the Adelaide Crack Crow supporters, will be barracking on for Port Adelaide to make their terrible. way to the Grand Final. Port That's Adelaide terrible. to beat the Western Bulldogs. Okay, so you're going for a Melbourne uh, Port Adelaide uh, yes, Grand I Final, which Port I think Adelaide would to make be, the Grand Final. Yeah, Lou, we'd be because, pretty amazing to watch. Let's be oh, honest. we're out of time. It would be beautiful, wouldn't it? It would be great because I know that it would really, really drive your co-host oh. bananas. He won't watch. Oh, no, he won't watch, but he should watch because it's the only time an Adelaide team is going to make a grand final in a year. That hurts. There's nothing more I can say on it. Well, well, you know, mate, you're going to be okay next year when you start playing in the sample. So you've got a chance. (laughs) Right, right. finish him up, Luke. You enjoy your two-week break, beautiful lady. I don't know how you've convinced management to give you a two-week sabbatical knucklehead, but at some point we'll talk before the end of this year. Now, bugger off. Thanks, Swan. I'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Swan. And I think we can all agree the city of Wodonga has done a great job so far in the redevelopment of Junction Place. But as I'm sure you know, things have taken a turn after COVID hit with a new master plan being proposed that would include a bottle shop, which has proven to be very controversial, where there was originally going to be that cinema. And there's also some confusion about the process of approval for the new plan. So we thought we'd get some perspective from a good friend of the show, former Wodonga Mayor, and some would say the driving force behind the original development master plan, the one and only Anna Speedy. Anna, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Wow, that's a big title. <laughs> driving force, Anna. Oh, Anna. Um, look, Anna, obviously we did, we talked to you a lot about the whole Junction Place development and Places Victoria's involvement and all of those things way back when, it seems now. Um, And it was all very positive and exciting and looked like an amazing community space was going forward and being built. Now, part part of it has, obviously. But I guess the question that that I'm most interested in, is it now signed, sealed and delivered? They've changed the plan. Does that mean it's, it's, you know, changed and there's nothing we can do about it? Or can we still have a say and hopefully get this new... Um, idea of having a, a bottle shop there removed. Yeah, look, um, the process to do a new plan that mapped out the last components of that whole site was actually mooted probably about two years ago. So the work started a long time ago. Um, that all sits in Development Victoria's court. It's their land. Yep. And they would be working with the current developer as well. Um what has to happen in terms of process? There are a couple of things I guess I'd like to say about it is, you know, I think what you're talking about is the most uh, prime corner, I think, personally, as you enter the city. It's a very prominent spot. Yep. So when people do development, it should be about good development and how it addresses the street, what's going on, what else is around it, you know, the nature of then what they intend to put there. Within this master plan... I personally think that it's uh, there's some pretty there's some lazy development in there, and I think that there's some stuff that could be done better. In terms of process, the process that's running out is it needs to go to council. Council can't comment on it before it sits before council, because otherwise there's bias that you know that it could be called yes. biased, etc. So all councillors must go in with an open view as it hits the council table. So it's actually coming in via a a standard development process. 
and um, then it will go before council and that's where you'll see council will um, either accept it or won't accept it. And they need to either accept it or not accept it based on planning rules. So they can't just say, we don't like it. Um, part of the the process is also about that feedback, though. So I think there's been some fantastic feedback from the community. I think our, the Wodonga community is incredibly insightful and, and certainly well-informed, and they always stand up and have their say. You know, some of the stuff that's been put out there, I think the satire that's put out there in terms of the cartoon that's been on Facebook has been absolutely fantastic because it's, it's about saying, no, we want to continue to have the very best. Yes for our community and I think that's the message that I'm hearing still coming across from the community so they're not saying please don't develop it or please don't do anything what they're saying is we want the best development for our city and I reckon that's a pretty fair ask yep. yeah definitely. so keep pushing and Anna Speedy a former mayor of Wodonga it's been almost a year now since uh, since you were there we've been missing you to be honest Anna it's been lovely to catch up and get your perspective on it as well thank you so much that's a pleasure, guys. Uh, usually, I've said this the last few weeks, usually it's an ex- it would be the most exciting time of the year, Lou, because the footy finals are upon us. And yep. Not only with the AFL, but also the local leagues. But not this year, of course. I'm sure you've heard that the O&M has now been cancelled. The Hume League is well and truly imminent as well. That's going to be cancelled too. So, unfortunately, we're not going to see a grand final here again for the second year in a row. Sarah Sanidi from the Yarrawonga Pigeons joins us. 300 plus game champion says <laughs> how disappointed I... are you not to be able to battle it out after you were sitting pretty second on the ladder? Yeah, look, um, disappointed but um, they, as I'm sure everybody yeah. is completely aware they did everything they possibly could to try and get us to play. So, oh. um, yeah, I mean they... Um, yeah, it would have been great to play, but it obviously just wasn't meant to be, and and it's out of the hands of the O and M as such. I mean, your, your governments have yeah. got restrictions in place, and they just couldn't get around that. Yeah, and yeah. So they tried. They really did try. You're so right. Every time you know it looked like we were open up for a while, they were getting games done and doing whatever they could. Absolutely. So where to from here? Says for for most of the teams, what will most of the um, players be looking at for next season? Oh, look, I think um, everyone's just going to take a bit of a break from this one. Even though we didn't play as many games, we sort of felt like, um, yeah, the ship had sort of sailed a little bit. You know, we're all so eager to play and we're still training individually. Yep. But when that final call came, you know, obviously everyone's so flat. Yeah. I think everyone just needs a bit of a break from thinking about it. Yeah. Because it's just sort of been, it's had to sit in, in your mind yep. but with no activity so I think everyone's just going to take a bit of a breather, enjoy the sun, I suppose. Uh, it's the only thing we can enjoy at <laughs> yeah, the moment, yeah. the nice weather. And then, um, yeah, sort of in a couple of months' time, maybe have a think about it and, and get things going again. All right. Now, says they're committed to awarding the Morris and Tony Wilson medals, which yeah. I think is good. Because I mean, it's great because, I mean, you, you basically you did get through essentially a, a sort of a full Three season. quarters. Yeah, that's season, right. Really. That's right. Just over yeah, half. So who's going to win the Tony Wilson medal? Oh, um, I'll say uh, Izzy Byrne, Wangaratta. Okay. All right. Now, what, yeah. what's made uh, Izzy here so good, Says. Oh, she's just really consistent. She runs through the midcourt at Wangaratta, and um, they've been at the top of the uh, the ladder for the last few years, and obviously they've won the last two premierships that were contested. And, uh, yeah, I think she does a power of work, and, uh, yeah, she's just been really consistent. And I think that, uh, yeah, she's a... A good player and, yeah. Give her a round of applause. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. 
Well, Sarah, it, as you said, it is um, disappointing for everybody, but uh, they were very hamstrung, the O&M. They really couldn't do anything about it. So no. well done to everyone for yeah. continuing to train and be oh. ready just in case they could play because that's a and huge the volunteers. Yeah, And the volunteers at each club that have sort of always had to be on, ready to go, and yeah, they're the ones true. that have, have had to be – or, you know, we've just had to stay fit and and, and keep training, but the volunteers have done a power yeah, Another so round of applause. Sarah Sandini, um the last time we talked to you, but we'll talk to you again next year, I'm, I'm sure. Absolutely. Have a great break. Enjoy the sunshine and being out of lockdown, and we'll talk to you again next year. Thanks, guys. It's been great. Thank Thanks, you. Says. It's a huge, fun, and exciting fundraising event on the border every year, and the last couple of years has obviously been very heavily affected by COVID. Border Relay for Life, we love it. We look forward to it, but we can still be part of it uh, to you know make sure that the Council Council gets the funds that they need. Carl Carl Friedlieb from the Border Relay Committee joins us. Morning, Carl. Morning, Lou. Morning, Matt. How are we all? Yeah, good. We have to make sure that we still keep fundraising for this really important cause, don't we? That's correct, Lou and Matt. Like The Cancer Council is still doing some fantastic support programs out there for cancer survivors and, and, and carers. Our transport for treatment is still an absolutely huge success in the Albury region now with two cars being full-time um, funded and operated by Cancer Council as well as their fantastic research programs. Yeah, all right. Now, the event was down for, is still down for the 23rd and the 24th of October, but as we can see around us and with everything from the governments, I mean, it's a tough time of of year. So what's likely to happen, Carl? Yeah, Lou and Matt, we're obviously watching our guidelines, not only the New South Wales guidelines, but the Victorian guidelines very, very closely. Please be very sure that the committee and Kent's Council are working very closely to try and make something, obviously, first of all, COVID safe and realistic. We're, we're, as a committee and as a local committee, we're trying to um, reschedule and replan what, what is achievable and what is fun and realistic. But we're lucky enough to be able to um, encourage people to keep supporting Relay for Life while we make those important decisions about this year's event. And um, we seek people's support with um, the major raffle. So tell us about the raffle. It is a fantastic little MG car. Yeah, that's right, Lou. We've actually got a huge and beautiful little car this year, another MG car with support from um, Woodonga Car World, another local business. So literally an $18,000 car that you can win with one $5 raffle ticket. How good is that? Yeah, really yeah good. fantastic. You've also got support from Bingley. There are Bingley vouchers there, Albury, Wodonga, Aqualic, Aquatic Facilities, DLG Aluminium and Glazing, Regent Cinemas, Tinter Car, Commercial Club, as well as uh, is on board for support. So you've got plenty on there, and it's uh, it's just a fantastic raffle. That's right. And Lou and Matt, we've always, all those businesses are local mums and dads businesses who have obviously had a very tough couple of years. So the more we can support us, we give some support to those businesses who have helped us in these these good times. We've also got to help them in these tough times. But with tickets of $5 each or 3 for 10 available on raffleticks.com.au forward slash border relay for life 2021 or if you go into the search engine of your choice and type in border relay for life 2021 major raffle it comes straight up it's an easy covid safe way to buy tickets and support the cancer cancel fantastic sounds like a plan we'll uh, certainly be in touch with you some more closer to the um, proposed event date carl but good luck with everything and we always look forward to relay for life thanks for chatting with us Thanks a lot, Matt, for your time. Thanks for support, Triple M. Saturday is the 20th anniversary of the September 11 attacks in the US, and we thought we'd talk to a good friend of the show, Tom Watkins, who lives in Florida, but at the time was in Portland, Maine, where a couple of the hijackers flew from to go on to board 
Flight 11 in Boston that was then flown into one of the World Trade Centre buildings. Tom, morning to you. It's been 20 years. What are your recollections of that fateful day? You know, it, it, it still resonates quite a bit. The day it happened, my daughter was in elementary school and um, we got a call from the school like emergency, you know, come get the kids. You know, this thing has happened. And I turned on the news and it was just incredible because uh, I, I think I mentioned to you guys, I, I lived in New York City as a student yeah. and the, the World Trade Center was like my place to go, you know, bringing friends and family and going up to the observation deck. And um, man, e- even 20 years later, I, I, I still have, you know, these thoughts of being on the observation deck and, and nightmares about, you know, falling. It, it, it's just... Um, yeah, 20 years, it still resonates. It's hard to think that it's been that long. 20 years since it happened, how has it changed? How did it change the states, that that infamous day? Well, obviously from flights um, after that, you know, restrictions and boarding and those kind of precautions just went from, you know, very relaxed, you could... You could actually go through security with someone or you could go through and meet them at the gate, you know, to welcome family or friends. And everything changed. It, it, it made me realize just how vulnerable we were and just, that, you know, different ideologies and different, you know, um, perspectives of, of America around the world. And, you know, it was... You know, the, the towers were kind of a beacon. It's a weird thing to, like, I remember, you know, you said, you obviously you remember you, your daughter was in elementary school. My daughter was mm-hmm. a month old and I was sitting in our lounge room. Um, she'd just mm-hmm. woken up for a feed and I turned on the TV and I thought it was a movie. So I thought I'd just happened yeah. across a disaster movie. Um, and then yeah. the, the ticker was on the bottom and, and I still thought it was a movie for a while. Like, it took me a good probably... 10 minutes to figure out what was going on and even then couldn't just you could not reconcile that in your brain yeah and 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 when they fell you know i was thinking oh my gosh it got hit you know what about all those people and and i never imagined watching it that it would actually collapse Mm. i think all of us the 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 three of us anyone who is who is around Mm -hmm. there um, at, at the time can remember it literally like it was yesterday. Yeah. Like watching it on, on, on TV was just extraordinary. Um, Tom yeah. uh, Watkins, live from uh, from Florida. Thank you so much. It's it's going to be an emotional day, I would imagine, when it hits September 11, where you are and they're marking the occasion in a variety of different uh, ways, but it's certainly a moment yes. for all of us to, uh, to think of those lives lost and how it's uh, changed uh, the world, really, September 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you Absolutely. so much for uh, for joining us and sharing your recollections. Well, thank you, guys. Take care. The Lou and Matt Podcast. And that's it for the Lou and Matt Podcast for a couple of weeks. Have a great uh, holiday, Lou, a, c- uh, a couple of weeks. So we'll be yeah, back Tuesday the 28th. Yeah, I-, I won't talk to you for two weeks either. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just a text two days before going, yeah, oh, go- no, work. Uh, or maybe a week before going, how good is it yeah. having two weeks holiday? Classic. How good are holidays, <laughs> though? Uh, we'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Stay safe and all that. And uh, looking forward to taking you through till the rest of, for the rest of the year when we get back Tuesday, the 28th of September, both on podcast form and on the radio on the Borders 105.7 Triple M.